This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. The major indexes may only be a few percentage points away from their all-time highs, even with this weakness we're getting here in September of 2021. But all of us know some stocks that are at least 10% or more off their highs. I keep getting these tweets from people when I keep saying, oh, this pullback isn't that big. And they're like, what are you talking about, Tracy? A couple of my stocks are 30%, maybe even more off their highs, so they're complaining to me. So we all know that there are uh, quite a few stocks that have sold off. And I know of some that are now trading near their 52-week lows. So they've gone as extreme as the other direction. So remember about the 52-week lows that those now, because it's a year, Go back to September of 2020. So think about where we were one year ago. We had the coronavirus sell-off in March of 2020. And then we had a quick rebound. And over the summer of 2020, we had that nice rally that only then weakened a bit in September of 2020, when we did have uh, over a 5% pullback in that month. So we're now lapping that. So there was some weakness in September 2020, but it is coming off of the rally of the summer. So most of the stocks in September 2020 were not anywhere near their March 2020 coronavirus sell-off lows by any means. So uh, if you're thinking like, oh, I'm getting back to those 52-week lows, it might not be as low or cheap as you think because it did rally into September of last year. But that still means even if some stocks are near those 52-week lows, that some of them are now on sale. But how do you find these stocks uh, that uh, are on sale that have pulled back? I did a basic screen to try to find these. And so I included the Zacks number one and number two rank stocks. Remember, those are strong buys and buys because I wanted to have some kind of factor in there that would give me some quality. Now, remember, the Zacks rank is just about changes in analyst earnings estimates. That means with the higher rank that they've revised some of their earnings estimates on a particular company higher within the last week or 30 days or 60 days. And that uh, raising of the rates usually indicates, uh, on those earnings estimates, usually indicates that something good might be happening at the company if a bunch of the analysts are all raising their earnings estimates and revising them higher at the same time. It doesn't tell you what's going on in the underlying fundamentals with that company, but I'd rather have the analysts raising the earnings estimates than cutting them. So for instance, if a company comes out and warns or pre-announces that, hey, things aren't going to be as good as we thought, you know, you're going to get analysts cutting there, cutting those earnings estimates, and that's when you get the lower Zacks rank. So the Zacks rank of number one or number two should give us at least something good is going on at the company. So that's at least a little bit of an edge on the quality of the companies. 
Then I added this other factor that on sex.com on our screening tool just is called price as a percentage of 52 week high low range. So it, I've used this in the past on these screens. It allows me to search for companies within a certain percentage of the highs or a certain percentage of the lows. And so I wanted to find companies trading within 10% of their 52 week lows because that means it's getting down there. It's like close to the to the lows. And um, that should give me something on sale, basically, because something's going on if it's trading all the way back to whatever was probably going on in September of 2020. <laughs> so a year ago type of situation, because a lot of companies, um, a lot of stocks have continued to rally since September of last year. So I didn't look for any classic fundamentals like PE, price to book, price to sales. So that aspect of cheapness is not covered in the screen. I'm simply looking for stocks trading near the 52 week lows, but that have the good Zach's rank because um, that is going to give me an interesting disconnect, right? It's going to mean that someone has it wrong. Either the analysts who have been raising those earnings estimates haven't haven't gotten the full picture or the traders who are selling off the stock have it wrong. So something is going on, but that means these stocks are on sale. So running just this basic screen with these two factors gave me 36 stocks. So that's pretty, pretty small number. Um, I'm not really surprised by that because it is a disconnect and that is pretty rare to get a Zach's number one or number two ranked stock where the analysts are not cutting earnings estimates, but the stock is trading near its 52 week low. Very strange scenario. So two of the stocks on this list of 36 have a price as a percentage of 52 week high low range of zero. That means they are literally at the 52 week low. So I'm going to talk about those two because I knew of one already and I've talked about it on the podcast and I own it in the value investor portfolio. That's how I knew that one was at 52 week lows, although I didn't know it had a good Zach's rank still, but it does. So that stock is new skin, which I've talked about in the past and us is the ticker. It is at a new 52 week low as I'm recording this on September 22nd, 2021 it's down 38 or 28% over the last three months. So that's where it's taken out its prior 52 week low. It has a PE now of 9.4 has a dividend yielding 3.7% pretty juicy because of the decline in the stock, but nothing has changed with the estimates. Three estimates are higher in the last 60 days. Nobody's cutting. They, none of the analysts are panicking, but the street is panicking. That's why they keep selling it off. So earnings expected to be up 22% in 2021 and another 8.4% in 2022 for now. On the next earnings report, this could all change. They get a big chunk of their revenue from Asia, including 22% from China, which is similar to what they get from North America, 22% from North America. But they also get a ton of business on the beauty wellness side. That's all their products are beauty and wellness in uh, South Korea and Japan, um, among some other areas of Asia. So the 
coronavirus outbreak there, the Delta variant, has been pretty severe. So that's why I believe some of the investors and traders have been nervous and selling the stock off. But again, we're looking for stocks on sale. This is one of them, and it's exact number two buy stock here. It has a $2 billion market cap, and it is doing a share buyback program. It has an enormous authorization just kind of waiting out there. And I, we don't know if they're using it right here now that the shares are back to a new 52-week low, but the shares continue to slide a bit here even after taking out that low, and it's now making new 52-week lows. So they may still be sitting on the sidelines waiting to get it even cheaper. Um, but I still like new skin, and um, I, I was interested to see that it did make this list, and it still has the good rank of number two. Okay, the other one that's at its 52-week low is a surprising one, VF Corp. V as in Victor, F as in Frank, C as in Cat. VFC is the ticker. And if you don't know the name VF Corp, you know its brands. It owns Vans, North Face, Timberland, and Dickies. So Vans has been one of their hottest brands. Those shoes have just flown off the shelf. VF Corp, anything with shoes, including with Timberland and even North Face. I'm not sure if they sell shoes. I haven't looked lately. Um, all of these could be hit by the coronavirus shutdowns and restrictions going on in Vietnam. A lot of factories are shut there. So that could be part of the issue with the slide in these shares now trading at new 52-week lows. So it's the Zax number two, buy stock. It has a PE of 20. So it's not super cheap on the PE level, even with the slide, but it does have a peg of 0.8. Does pay a dividend, now yielding 3%. So that's pretty nice. And earnings expected to be up 149% this fiscal year. In July, when they reported their first quarter results, they did raise their full year outlook, but that was before the Delta variant outbreak. So we don't really know what's happening now um, and if they're gonna be able to you know, meet demand or what's happening with factories. But for now, uh, 2022 looking very bullish, 2023 up another 16%. So analysts still bullish here. As I said, there is this disconnect, right, uh, with some of these stocks. So three months, it's down 18%. Year to date, it's down 22%, and it's at those new lows. Over the one year, it's down 3.5%. But anything with apparel and shoes has been red hot. So it is kind of surprising to see VF Corp with these big uh, industry-leading brands really sliding like this. So this one is on sale. How much cheaper can it get? We don't know, but you might want to keep it on your list. And then I'm going to switch over to one of the gold miners. Now, several gold miners made this list of 36 stocks. And when you think about what's happening with gold, it's not really surprising. So the one I picked, and I just randomly picked one because I I know of it, is Yamana Gold. A-U-Y is the ticker. It has nearly a $4 billion market cap. It is a number two. Year to date, these shares are down 27.8% because it will track gold. And gold is just going nowhere, even with all the inflationary pressures. So analysts, though, much more bullish and four estimates are higher in the last 60 days on Yamana Gold. That's how it's got that number two by ranking. 
but shares now down 3.1% here in 2021. Um, no, I take that back. Shares, as I said, are now down 27.8% year to date. Um, earnings expected to be down 3.1% here in 2021, and then rebound 6.5% in 2022. But really, you would buy this stock if you thought gold was going to soar. That's when you buy the commodity miners, the the producers, so to speak. Same with oil, same with agriculture, um, any of those. If you're buying the producers, you're buying it because the underlying commodity is going to soar, and that's how these companies make their money. So, um, yeah, there might be a disconnect here. It's trading only at 13 times, but unless gold starts moving higher, I'm not a real fan of any of these gold miners here. Okay, uh, the fourth stock, Meritor, ticker M-T-O-R. At first I thought, was this a home builder? <laughs> like it sounds like we have Meritage, we have MDC Holdings. There's like a lot of M, M home builders, it seems. And Meritor, it kind of sounds like a home builder, doesn't it? But no, it is not. It's in the auto sector. And they describe themselves as a global supplier of drivetrain mobility, braking, aftermarket, and electric powertrain solutions for commercial vehicles and industrial markets. They're in 19 countries. They're headquartered in Michigan, 110 years in the business of uh, drivetrains. So this one was surprising once I realized it was not a home builder because the auto sector has been really hot and the earnings look fantastic. So it's a Zacks number two. It has a forward PE of just 8.5, no dividend. Uh, it's a market cap of just 1.5 billion, but look at those earnings. For fiscal 2021, earnings expected to be up 118%, but also fiscal 2022 up another 54%. Two estimates are higher in the last 60 days for both years. So the analysts still bullish. So just to give you an idea of what that means, here in 2021, they're expected to make $2.45. They only made $1.12 last year. But still, the street does not want to own these shares for whatever reason. Year to date, they're down 23%. Over the last three months, however, down just 4%. But they are within 1% of those lows. So they're not quite at the lows, but they're hanging out right there, basically. So we'll we'll call it like very close to the lows. So that's Meritor, ticker M-T-O-R. Then our fifth stock um, is a big pharmaceutical company. Now, a lot of the other stocks on the list of 36. So we had some gold miners. We had the ones I mentioned already. And then there were a lot of biotechs and small caps, like guys who have no revenue because they have like one drug that they may be able to bring to market, but no one knows yet. Or they have very small revenue of, you know, 20 million, 30 million a year. Um, there's one analyst on it, so it does have a Zach's rank. And if they think, oh, they may get through this trial, so I'm raising my earnings estimates, um, which may still be in the negative, but they're raising it, then they get that Zach's rank of one or two even though uh, it might not be all that great underneath there. <laughs> so I tried to stay away from any of the speculative 
smaller cap bios for this podcast because that's not really what I'm looking for. Some of them may be trading near the 52 week low because the trial on on the drug that they were doing didn't work out and the and the stock crashed down. Like we all have seen this play out and that's not what I mean when I'm thinking of uh you know stocks on sale right now. So I'm trying to stay away from those. So the fifth stock is a pharmaceutical but it's big, big pharmaceutical in Vertex Pharma, ticker VRTX. They have a market cap of 48 billion. So they're not some small little biotech. They're a number two rank with a PE of 15. They have drugs in some certain areas like cystic fibrosis, sickle cell disease, diabetes. They do not pay a dividend, but Still, the shares, as I said, are near those 52-week lows. So year-to-date, they're down 22%. One year, they're down 30%. They're less than 1% away from that 52-week low now, but the analysts are pretty bullish. 11 are higher. One is lower in the last 60 days. So the analysts all think something good is going on. Earnings expected to be up almost 20% here in 2021 and another 6% in 2022. So this might be one you want to keep on your list, but again, no dividend yield here and shares trading near those 52-week lows. Now, some of the big cap pharmas have struggled a bit here um, in this, you know, since the summer here in 2021. So Vertex is not alone. You also have to go and research about what is happening with its drugs, what's happening in the trials, uh, is anything coming off of its you know, patent protection, all of that stuff. So that can move what's going on with all of these big, big cap drug companies. So keep that in mind when you're looking at any of these. So not a lot of stocks with decent rank near their lows. There was just 36 and some of them aren't the good quality, even though we have the rank in there. For kicks, I ran this screen to see how many were within 10% of the highs, because that's normally what I do to try to find momentum stocks. And I got 176 companies. So really, even though this overall stock market feels very weak here, there still is this bullish bias and it's still intact. I don't care <laughs> that there's some weakness out there and that we all do know some stocks that are you know 10 or 20% off their highs still a lot are within that 10% range of their 52 week highs and that's pretty bullish. So my conclusion on what's on sale, there's not as much quality on sale as we think. Some of the stocks that have pulled back considerably have the lower rank, maybe the earnings estimates are being cut so it's not as high quality as I would like to see. We're not getting uh, on sale stocks as much of the Zach's number one ranks. So the fear isn't really there where investors are dumping all the good high quality names along with everything else. But that still may be to come. So it's good to have your wish list on hand and to take a look at some of these um, types of screens like the one I ran today where we can find high Zach's ranks with a disconnect in what the chart is saying. So somebody is going to be right and wrong on these stocks. It may be the street or it may be the analysts. We don't know yet, but 
these stocks are on sale and it's always good to take a look and see uh, what is going on out there when you get these kind of weak sell-off correction type periods. So let me recap the stocks again. We had new skin, it is at the 52 week low, ticker NUS. That's a beauty and wellness company with global markets. We had VF Corp. They have all those great apparel and shoe brands, including Vans. VF Corp, VFC, also at its 52-week low. Then we had a bunch of gold miners. I picked Yamana Gold, AUY. That's out there. Um, that one is down considerably, but it's going to move on gold. Then we had Meritor. That's on the auto side. Surprisingly, to see something this cheap on the auto side on sale. And that ticker is MTOR. Then we had Big Cap Pharma, Vertex, VRTX. And as always, I'm out there looking for anything on sale while we have this moment of weakness and uh, whatever else is going on with value stocks, because there are a lot of value stocks out there. We are not in like an overvalued type of market right now. So if this weakness continues, we're going to have some real good op buying opportunities, basically. So don't miss a single episode of The Value Investor because I'm going to be bringing you all the action as the weeks go on here in 2021 with many stock screens and stocks. So be sure to get us. You can get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on Spotify. You can get us on Amazon Music, wherever podcasts are out there. Get us somewhere. And I'll see you again next week on The Value Investor. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.